Welcome to the Bro Sunday podcast. This is actually uh, editing Lockie post production. Later along in the podcast, uh, Rowan realizes that his good studio condenser microphone is not actually selected in his audio uh, recording software. So he, the, his microphone is crap for most of it, uh, most of the start. He doesn't talk much, which was kind of lucky enough. Uh, so yeah, just that's why Rowan's mic sounds like trash. Enjoy the podcast. Over to you, past Lockie or something. Welcome to the Bro Sunday podcast. Bro. Rowan, how lit are, you know, playing the spoons? <laughs> <laughs> spoons are excellent, dude. I was just up Have at you like 3 a.m. Spo- <laughs> 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 I was up at 3 a.m. this morning just thinking about how cool playing the spoons is. I think I might learn. Because all you need is spoons. Hell yeah. What kind of what kind of song are you trying to play with the spoons? Spoon song. <laughs> Spoon River? Oh, uh, sh- yeah, okay. I like that tune. We are... So, Rowan is here. He is my co-host for today. Uh, the co-pilot of the Brass Sunday podcast. We are also joined by the one and only Editor Brad. Hey, what's I mean, that? That's me. Hey, not, what up? Not the one and only... I mean, Ima- a- imagine, <laughs> imagine recording that intro twice like I wasn't going to call that shit out. Oh, yeah. Imagine dragons. <laughs> uh, he's not the only editor, Brad, I believe. He's the first one, though, and the most important. I am objectively the best editor, Brad. Just the best editor. And I say that with about zero bias. <laughs> zero bias. You're a beautiful man. Very nice. Uh, how how you been? Oh, I am in the middle of moving. And it is cringe. Yep, fair. Moving kind and we've of... we've left it to the last minute, so I'm stressed out of my fucking mind. So, instead of actually being productive, podcast time. Absolutely! Yeah, that's the spirit. So, yeah, that that's Brad. Um, it's a customary topic on our podcast. Um, I, I get bullied quite badly from by my mother about it. <clears throat> but, what is your favorite salad? My favorite salad? Yeah. Yeah, asking the big questions here. It look look, at, look be... at the size of my belly and tell me you think I eat salads. Just one salad. Look, Caesar, Caesar salad's pretty yeah, good. I, I, I yeah. won't lie. Unless you put croutons in it and ruin it. Now, you see, oh, I am an island in this podcast where I am the only person who populates a vast ocean of just idiots. And you <laughs> idiots like Caesar salad. Hey, hey. Who, who Potato invited, salad Who asked you to so... come here? You did. Yeah, true. Rowan, Ro- Ro- I'm going to be honest with you for a second here, buddy. Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Thank you for your opinion. <laughs> so, uh, I understand that you're crazy busy with moving at the moment. Um, have you found a, a new place to move into yet? No, uh, not yet. Um, working on it. In I'm, progress. Yeah, no, I, I... I am probably going to have to move back in with my mother, which is fun. Oh, well. Exactly what you want to do as a 20-year-old. Yeah. God, you're old. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. Oldest man alive. Um, Sometimes you got to take a step back to move forward. It's all good, dude. Just... Obviously, you're editor brand. What are you What are you editing at the moment? What's What's on the agenda? Oh, well, you see, Michael's just... Uh... It doesn't, doesn't have over... to be specific project-wise, just like what channel, because I don't <laughs> want to leak any... Oh, no, no, no. I, I was fully planning on doxing us. Excellent. Uh... Address and latitude and longitude. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, at the moment, uh, just just Lazo stuff. Not. I did record a little personal thing I was thinking of editing, but 
I'll probably get like two minutes into that and get bored and f- not finish it. Yeah, fair. Sounds like something I'd do. What's the personal thing? Uh, well, basically, <laughs> basically, I um, I I just sat and talked for like way too long about movies through the 2010s, oh, and wow. like my favorites, least favorites, and other notable movies. Pretty pretty boring. No, that actually sounds really interesting. Uh, for that. For the time that I've known you, like, you've only seen a certain number of what I would call uh, classic movies. And so your view on cinema would be very different to, say, mine, as I've seen every Star Wars and every, like, everything that I consider <laughs> like classic. A yeah, I'm a, I'm a movie connoisseur. I've seen every Star Wars. <laughs> what's, what's yeah, yeah, I watch movies. I've seen all four Avengers films. I'm basically Roger Ebert. <laughs> okay, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> Okay, that joke is probably overdone by now. I think I've done it twice in every podcast. Just ending, <laughs> ending in the middle. Anyway. Now let's um, continue with just that joke for the rest of the podcast. That's it. Guys, podcast over. Yeah, the podcast over, guys. So, uh, we do have a bunch of questions from um, from both my friends and from the community, the Slazo community, and just people from my Twitter. Um a question that I have, um, you're working for MK, a pretty, like, one of the biggest Reddit channels, the second biggest Reddit channel on YouTube. I dare o- say biggest? It overtook r slash. There's, no, it might be biggest. I think I heard somewhere that it is now the biggest. That's exciting. God, that must be cool to be part of something that's gotten that. Well, it's, it's crazy to look back on knowing I was part of it because it, it, a lot of the big milestones it hit it's hit since I left. I'm not saying there's any correlation between those two things, but yeah, all the all, all the milestones it's hit have been since I left, and it's just it's it's kind of weird to look back and go, I used to be a part of this this massive thing. That's my answer. <laughs> uh, do you mind if I just ask for those who don't exactly know what MK is, who have been under a rock for a little bit could you explain what it is oh sure M- mk's are? mk's cringe ah yeah no good, <laughs> good answer no mk's just you know you kind of i dare say run-of-the-mill sort of reddit channel but the, the big standout part of it is damien the voice yeah. and how epic he is yeah so just the personality behind yeah like you can have a reddit channel that does the um the what is it fucking david is it Whatever the robot voice is, what's his name? Oh, oh like yeah. like seventy percent of all other Reddit channels. Oh God, I can't remember. Yeah, so all of the robotic voice, and I mean, they get the job done. They they show people the posts, and people don't have to to scroll through. God, my English, scroll through Reddit to see the posts. They they can just watch a YouTube video, but the 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 way that I think MK is different is the there's a sense of community and and connection with the absolutely um, the reader. Uh, the narrator and Damien, he's a cool dude. He's a lovely dude. He's cool. Um, I streamed with him once. It yeah, was very fun. I was there. I mean, I watched it. And I'm so, not quite as famous. So was as Net Brad. Nobody, and that was fucking crazy. Who's <coughs> Net Nobody? This guy does Minecraft. Was that a, was that a was that like a probe question, or do you genuinely not? know? I genuinely don't know. No, like Sky, like Net Nobody is who Sky does Minecraft used to be. Like uh, we can one, on one of the biggest yeah, names in Minecraft famous. YouTube, yeah. basically. Yeah. Okay. Well, I live under a rock, so. <laughs> yeah. Um. So these milestones. Which ones does MK hit? Oh well, one mil. Uh, so you were there for five hundred k, which would have been exciting. 
Was I? Yeah, I think pretty... 500 might have been just after... No. I'm pretty sure you were there. I can't remember. It might have been not long before I left, but yeah, I know they hit one mil after I left. God, they grew now, quick. Yeah, in less than a year. That's pretty. That's a pretty awesome feat for for the whole team. Yeah, I know Darcy works his ass off, and he probably, I don't know, he doesn't get enough credit. Shout out Darcy, we all love you. Darcy, we love you. Darcy's another editor for <laughs> MK. Am I correct? No, nope. no, post He's collector the... and manager. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. He's the big, the big boy. He's a yeah. He's basically the head of MK. Yep. Barring any input Michael might have. Yeah. Yep. Which honestly, not being a part of MK's team anymore, I can't say how much that is. But so he's like a director of, of the company, I suppose you could say. Yeah. So he runs all the he runs everything and. Um... Yeah, Darcy. It's it's like it's like everything Michael does is like little different sentences. So like Slazo. MK and then whatever else yeah. and then it's like he oversees all of that and then there's like the individuals overseeing those little portions individually if that makes sense yeah yeah. and that's what Darcy is to MK yeah um, and I think he does a, a damn good job <clears throat> I recently just did a, a bit of work for MK which was, which was pretty exciting for me um, I work for a channel a re- another Reddit channel called Criss Cross go subscribe please <laughs> um, and it, it's cool we uh, we don't get, I mean, I find that more of like a, of what I'm, I guess I'm dedicated to. And it feels like a little family of, of, uh, the whole team kind of works together to, to get shit done. Um, but it was kind of cool to work for, I don't know, the top Reddit channel in, um, in the world. I think that's just crazy to think. Yeah. To even have like a slight hand in it yeah. s- still feels something special. Yep. Except for when you look up my Twitter tag, which is LockyJG on Google, Go it comes up him. The, the third, <laughs> the third top result is like an r slash nice guys, like video collection or something. So you look up my name and it just comes up with nice guy. I'm like, oh man, come on, <laughs> <laughs> what did I do to deserve this? <laughs> but yeah, that's. I don't know how we got to this conversation, but yeah, MK. I think it's it's remarkable where it's at at the moment, and I think it's just like the the perfect formula of um, of the right amount of editing power. And um, Darcy's a machine with the collection and and the management, um, and of course Damien, the the personality behind the whole operation is just he does his job quite well. Yeah, and he started his uh, doing Reddit on his Reddit vids on his own channel. I yeah, think. I haven't yeah. seen any. Like, <laughs> I think I watched a bit of one. I find it. Difficult to watch Reddit videos now that I've been editing them for like four months. I know what you mean. I can never... I will never be able to listen to the King Dice theme properly again just because it's the music MK uses. Yeah. I I have it in like my personal playlist, the vocal version, and every time it comes on, I'm like, oh, fuck, I literally cannot stand to listen to this song. Yeah. Not that I hate it, it's just... Overuse, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, 100%. We've got um, the the Kirby... I don't know what theme it is, but you, it's like a piano Chris cover. Criss Cross uses like a weird piano cover of... A Kirby song. I want to say Green Greens from Kirby. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Something like that. Um, but it, it is, it's a good song. When I started editing Criss Cross, I'm like, yes, this is actually such a <laughs> such a lit song to be editing with. But now it's just like white noise. <laughs> it's not, not as lit as it initially was, but... Um, but yeah... Editing, huh? Yeah. Edit- editing kind of cringe. <laughs> Do you have any questions for, for either of us or both of us regarding our jobs and editing? 
actually love if you could tell me what happens during your editing process. God. That makes it sound like there's an actual process. For, for Reddit videos? I feel like you've got a process. Oh, well, for Reddit videos, yeah, a little it's bit. It's kind of just more, like a machine. Because a lot of it's like... Uh, I don't know what I'm looking for, but like you've got it all set out. Or at least when I was doing MK, you just have all the necessary bits, like the intro, outro, they're just there waiting, you just need to fill in the gaps. Okay, so you've got a template that you... Basically, yeah. You chuck it into, yeah. Um, for Reddit videos, um, so I'll talk in terms of MK because it's a little bit different for Crisscross, so Brad can relate. Um, you get about a, a 30 to 45 minute recording from Damien, like a raw, he sits down, presses record, talks shit about these Reddit posts for like 40 minutes and then sends it to you. Um, you'll get all the posts from the, the Google Drive and the, um, and the, the voice file. And you've just got to rough cut it up. Um, so the first kind of, the first step in the editing process is the rough cut. So um, chopping all of all of Damien's audio up to make it really snappy. And I, the, the style of MK is pretty rapid fire. Like as soon as he's done one joke, it's on to the next post and it's just <clears throat> one after the other, which is not quite the same as crisscross at the moment. But um, then it'll move on to... So when you're doing the rough cut, you'll drag in the, the images to, to where they're supposed to be, like the, po- the Reddit post where they're supposed to be. Then you move on to animation where you're doing all your comedic zooms out and cuts and, and all that kind of crap. And then onto music, which on MK, I didn't find it didn't take as long because I, I noticed on a lot of, because I was only on MK for about five days, I didn't have much time because two of the editors of MK just kind of went on holiday really abruptly, I'm, I'm fairly sure. So Darcy just asked me to edit for a couple of days. Um so I, I I found myself looking at a lot of the other editors' uh, videos to to kind of see what what my video should be like. A lot of mine, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. It's so hard because they pump out two a day. So yours are like oh mine are so mine far are down. so far gone now. Yeah. <clears throat> but I like most of the the top the top um, viewed ones. I'm pretty sure are yours. I believe so. I still have the most viewed. Yeah. I one of mine is yeah one of my edited videos is still the most viewed on the channel. Yeah, that's cool. I I that's your little mark that you've left yeah on the I channel. I f- I <clears throat> fear every day about it getting overtaken. It won't happen. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> the, the thumbnail is a baby in what looks like a blender. Who's who's not gonna click on yeah, that? Yeah, I'm sure it still gets views. Um, so yeah, that's basically the process. Then you chuck music. In MK, I've noticed um, they basically just have the the music playing over the whole, like it's just a, the looped music over and over again, and there's not many cuts in the music in the new ones that I that I saw anyway. Yeah, I was gonna say that's weird because um, when I did it, it was always cut for the the punchline. Yeah, cut for the, the punchline. Yeah. yeah, which I do on crisscross, but I noticed on pretty much every uh, recent MK video that I watched, um, they didn't do so. I I didn't do it. Um, I would have done it if I saw it, but yeah, on crisscross we basically just cut for the either the joke or the punchline of the post or, or whatever or if the if the narrator breaks down in laughter or something it kind of adds a bit of emphasis on that if you cut the music but um yeah that's the that's the process then you render it oh, we have to do a wacky title thing on crisscross and there's a similar thing on mk the the intro of the song which i i, I really like how how MK does it with the yeah the the, <clears throat> the letters sinking to the beat of the music yeah. is quite nice. I always did enjoy that. How That's difficult cool. is that to do? 
Well, because because I had it basically all set up in a template, I just had to drop the music on. Premiere does this weird thing that I've never quite understood, where like it saves markers on pieces of media that you yeah. already imported in. It's very cool. It's helpful. It was always helpful for MK because I would just pour in the King Dice music, and the marker was there. I just had to line them up, and then boom, synced. Yep. Yeah, it was it was dumb easy. Did you ever send your template to Darcy or anyone? Because I have a temp, I I got given a template which Back was super when helpful. Heath was editing for MK, mm. I believe he asked me for the okay. template. Yeah, well, I got given a template. I'm not sure whose it was. Um, so yeah, that's the the editing process. Then you render and you upload and tick done in in the in the management software, which is godly. Monday.com shout out. <laughs> they don't advertise enough. <laughs> not. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's the we we use a both MK and Crisscross user management software to kind of for the editors, the post collector. Um, it helps keep everything yeah. just coordinated. Yeah, yeah that's 100%. exactly it. So people know exactly where everything is. So you'll see there's a recorded column and whichever of the uh, sorry a collected column and whichever uh, subreddits are collected, they'll say complete or working on it or whatever. And then there's a recorded column, edited column, uploading all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> just makes everything go a lot more smooth. Hell yeah. Mm. For Slazo, it's a bit... <laughs> it's a bit less by the numbers. I, I more just get the footage, get the screen recording, get the microphone audio, sync that all up, and then it's basically just... It, it's like one, two, three. Rough cut, then go back through, edit everything, then probably do that like two or three more times to make sure I've... It's literally a matter of... It's like squeezing a lemon. Just get everything out of it you can. Yeah. And then just go back through and lay over music and hand it off to Michael to do his changes. And yeah, then cool. bada bing, bada boom. You got Area 51 video. What I've <laughs> what I've always been interested in is, especially with your videos that I've noticed, <clears throat> there's a lot, of, um, a lot of channels and channels that have their own editor that you can just tell they're trying way too hard with the editing. And I recently did a... a we went to PAX Australia which we haven't actually talked about yet, surprisingly. Um, Spoiler alert, spo- it was epic. <laughs> yeah, epic gamer moments. Um, I recorded a heap of video uh, f- heap of video footage there and I edited it all together in, in a funny little 15-minute vlog kind of thing. And I was, I was keeping in mind that I've seen a lot of channels on YouTube that they just go way overboard with the, the jump cuts and the animations and like silly memes and stuff. I feel stuff. like this is leading up to a call out. No, but I've <laughs> noticed in your videos, you have just the right amount. Like um, there's, there was never a moment in, I, I've watched a fair few of the, the videos that you've edited for Mike um, and you don't go overboard. And I think that's just like a kind of a natural, uh, a thing that you've got naturally a knack for not, going overboard with animations and memes and that kind of thing. It's just kind of, you got the recipe right. Oh, hey, I appreciate that. The secret is freaking out about not doing enough and then submitting the video anyway. Ah, procrastination always wins. Always. Nice. Did uh, you have a question, Rowan? I have a couple more, but I probably Excellent. only have enough time for one, I would imagine. No, go shoot away. Okay. Uh, well, first up, uh, for both of you, but first Bradley... Is, first. <laughs> is there any particular video or piece that you've edited that you're most proud of? I know the answer to this. That's a fucking mm. tough question, man. What about a segment in a like a, a meme, an edit that you've made in a video? Well, my favorite edit of of all time is the is the 
uh, the Zodiac Maniac video with the Google Assistant activating yeah. and the little clip of <laughs> so good. ninjas. What the fuck you said, you little shit! That was, that was excellent. Yeah. But if we're talking about a full video... Mm, I'd have to pull up my playlist just to look. But... I so. Do you want me to answer the question while you think? Yeah, go ahead. For me, I think um, I was really I put a lot of hours, a lot of time into that the first MK vid that I did for Darcy, um, and he was I was expecting there to be something wrong with it, or because it was my first MK vid that I ever did, and I sent it to Darcy, and he said it was um, he was really I don't want to say surprised, but like pleasantly surprised at, at how good it was. And I mean, I'm not the best editor. Um, I can edit Reddit videos and um, and vlogs badly, but um, I, I was pretty happy with that feedback. And I think that that first MK video for a really weird subreddit, ATBGE. Oh, <coughs> yeah. What does that stand for? Because I awful saw that taste, taste, taste but, but great execution. Ah, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, okay. it's very obscure, but. Damien likes it, so he was having a really a really fun time with it, so I enjoyed editing it. What's yeah. your answer? I thought long and hard about it for about 30 seconds. That is a long and hard thought. <laughs> and, um... Shut up. I, I, <laughs> there are a few answers. I don't think there's any that I necessarily, like, love more than the rest. It's just, no, this one was notable, I remember this one, blah, 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 blah. But... Probably one of my favorites. Looking back, was um, the 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 cringy social media video Michael did on himself. Oh, was that the one with uh, with Good Game Sport? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, so I, it's it's still I still find it weird that Michael even gave me that one because that's such a personal yeah. sort of intimate video. Yeah. To him, and the fact that I was doing it felt a little not right, but. But looking at the final product, I was I was pretty proud of it at yeah. the time. I feel like I did him justice, and <laughs> and plus plus it kind of got me that gig with the Herald Sun and Hex. Yeah. I th- I think so. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Absolutely not. But um, oh, excellent. <laughs> no, that was that was just a fun little gig I had for a while. I just I saw the call to action on Twitter and I I, I shot off an email. I. Wasn't sure how far I'd get. I just sent off my my playlist of all the videos I edited and was like, "Hi, this is me. I edit for this guy. I actually did this video because I knew she had seen. I knew both Bajo and Hex had seen the um the 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 social media video. Yeah. So I I knew that I kind of had that foot in the door. Yep. Yeah. yeah kind of. And and then yeah, she just came back and was like, "Yeah, you, you got the gig." And I was I <laughs> I was kind of. Just gone for the rest of that day. I was like, "Holy shit!" Did I, I'm actually. I, I don't know how to describe the feeling. It was just, oh my god! I now get to work for this person that I have watched on TV growing up. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It, I was I was excited for you. Like I was. I think Rowan can probably relate. Absolutely. Like, when we found out that you were editing for Hex, it's like that's lit. Yeah. Someone that we've watched when we were kids and idolized. I'm pretty sure I messaged you way too much saying, Oh, how's it going? Like, is everything going okay? <laughs> Everyone did. Don't, like, don't like, even feel guilty about like that. Like the great auntie. How's everything yeah. with Hex? <laughs> Dude, I want to be that one day. <laughs> the problem Ron wants with to be that, your great auntie. <laughs> the problem with that gig, though, was 
it was awesome. The fact that I was doing it was amazing. But I rarely felt happy with the videos I went by the time I was done, which, which is really my own fault. Because so with as you said with MK, the recordings come back about like a half hour long, mm-hmm. thereabouts. Michael uh, for Slazo is about the same, maybe a little shorter. But with the Hex videos, I was getting uh, full recordings of like between 50 minutes and like two hours. That's crazy. Yeah. That's a long rough cut. And I, I just, every single time I could never, I, I always was like, I don't want to rough cut this. I don't want to rough cut this. I don't want to rough cut this. Because yeah. I knew it was going to take forever of me just scrubbing through this video just to pick out little bits and pieces and it was always daunting because the video had to be i believe the the official time i was given that was that they had to be between three and five minutes so i had to cut sometimes two hours worth of footage down to five minutes that's crazy and that sounds insane and it is as insane as insane as it sounds but like that was the gig it's not like i could complain it's just what it had to be yeah like it's no one's fault but then it was just like the getting it every week and then knowing I have like five to four to five days to turn two hours into five minutes and make it funny and make it enjoyable and fun to watch. And funnily enough, one of the problems I came up against most often was making it coherent. Because cause like two hours, you cut so much out, you'd, you'd, if you're cutting you'd, you'd get story lost points. point to point. Yeah. 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 Interesting. So that was... It, it was a lot of pressure to keep that sort of standard to make sure it was all of these things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was... It was, Yeah, those re- weeks were rough. I don't regret the job. It was fun. I, I enjoyed my time on it. But, yeah. Hoof. There you go. Oof. That's... Very nice. No, it's it's a cool thing to, to have in the portfolio for the future. Mm. Um if you go to a go to apply for another editing job, um, for whatever reason, you've got the Herald, you work for the Hex and the Herald Sun and Michael and MK, you got you got your name out there. It's it's amazing. Everyone <laughs> keeps saying that. I I have not updated my resume in over a year. You don't need it if you've got a portfolio, like a playlist of for a video editing anyway. Um, which is why I wanted to. Um, when I first started working for Crisscross, the editors didn't get credits in the the in the the description of the video and I didn't want it for, for Twitter clout or whatever because uh, I haven't gained a single follower in four months of having my so that <laughs> proves that I I didn't want Twitter clout from it um, I just wanted to if I if I needed to have a portfolio have some proof that I actually edited mm. these videos That's and fair. I think you actually pushed me to, to, to push for that yeah because it's important <laughs> just because the videos are okay so how do I put this without sounding like a joke comparatively Reddit videos aren't like, say, Slazo or Pyro or yeah, any of yeah. any of their sort of level of, like, in your face. I don't know what I'm saying. But anyway, it's just because the videos aren't necessarily that, like, uh, personality-based. What I'm trying to say is it doesn't... Oh my god, I've lost myself so bad. It's important because we deserve the recognition. Just even it doesn't matter how much or how little people care about the videos, we still deserve our 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 credit yep. for doing that, and not just for uh, Twitter clout, Twitter clout or like portfolios. It's just 
kind of the right thing to do at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah, I'll agree with that. That's, that's why I, I don't know what I wanted for so long. I, I waited so long to get proper credit for the earliest Slither videos, and then MK. I, I still don't know what I wanted it for. I just knew that it was important to have because we deserve the recognition for our, uh, our behind the scenes doings. You know. Yeah. yeah. You uh you do quite have the have quite the Twitter following at the moment. Yeah, like a whole five hundred seventy followers. Whoop whoop. <laughs> that's not bad. I mean, it's more than I had at the start of the year. <laughs> that's that's the attitude. Um, Rowan, did you have any more more questions before we hit the uh, hit the break? Uh, yeah. If you uh, want to finish pretty much all of your questions off, and then we'll save the second half for uh, the questions from friends and community. Dude, let's go, Rowan. A question lightning round. I'm ready. Those. All right, go for it, mate. So, uh, you have edited uh, for the Herald Sun, you've edited for Slazo, and you've edited for MK. Those are three completely different types of videos. Uh, which, just, hmm, what do you think about editing? The difference in editing between each of them. Well, man, I wouldn't even know how to begin to answer that. It's it's just different because, obviously, there's a different sort of level in doing something for, like, a newspaper website like the Herald Sun and then something like just a Reddit video. There's a big difference in quality and what's expected of them. So 100%. That, that was a, another thing that was really daunting going into the Herald Sun videos is that I knew they'd have to look more professional than what MK and Slazo kind of do, if that makes sense. Not to say they don't look professional, but... It's for a different audience. Yeah, it's, this is for an actual big company, so there's obviously a standard that's expected from their content, and then I'm put under the pressure to have to try and meet that. No one ever told me that, I just kind of figured that. Yeah. But I feel like that doesn't make it any less true. Interesting. Uh, that's really... Uh, it, it's an interesting insight into that. Uh, not having come from uh, such a background or having such abilities uh, with editing and uh, software. Um, like, I have no idea what this kind of, like, world that you live in, which is essentially what this is. You've entered into an entirely new sphere of society in which you are the king of your domain. And I think it's really interesting to see your side of things. Uh, I'd also just like to ask one more question. Do what I dare you. Oh. <laughs> you won't get scared. Where can we find your film reel? Oh, Jesus. Why would you... Oh, so you mean my, my like, portfolio of videos? Sorry, I thought you meant my student films and I kind of shit a brick. <laughs> no, no, no. No. <laughs> Those will never see the light of day. They're really good, though. Um, you really should, though. Nice one. So, <laughs> please, no. God. So, my, uh, my, uh, my playlist of all my videos, they're unlisted on YouTube. I'll probably chuck it on my twitter at some point just have a i have it as a playlist on my um on my youtube account just videos that i edited a public playlist i think it's got like 85 views but i think i'm all 85 of them just (laughs) it's cool to scroll scroll through and see and kind of cast your mind back i looked at my first reddit video the other day and i'm like oh man this is this is terrible and i think it was one of the first ones with the new new narrator not not justice uh, sorry not chris the the new narrator justice and i mean the the like to dislike ratio was not not fantastic but we're we're getting there now and um and as yeah. i as i told you so many times you would it's just a warming up period the same 
the same thing happened, but obviously to a much lesser extent because I think we were bigger then than you were then. With with when Michael switched to Damien, yeah, there was there was a lot of pushback. Yeah, the adjustment period for introducing new talent, especially when I'm not sure if MK was if it was founded with already people who are already fans of Michael. I'm I'm not sure if or that, if it, they were just new like they were fans of MK and Michael was the also the face of MK. No, no, cuz Michael Michael promoted it on Slazo. Gotcha. The, the whole idea was that he would launch it and then already have a small following from the people yep. who would come over from Slazo. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, the that initial period of cuz I remember every single every single justice video that I I edited the comments were all just where's Chris bring back Chris and I mean nowadays you'll still see where's Chris like people who haven't been on YouTube for like four months or something and we and still, still we still get it on MK I still see the I still go to a newer video and occasionally see what happened to Michael yeah. where's Michael I love the MK face reveal <laughs> comments they're my favorite hmm. like just when's MK face reveal both as of, if Damien's both Michael his and face. Da- yeah exactly. But yeah, that's yeah interesting topic. Thanks, Rowan. Do my best. Love you, babe. What else you got, mate? Uh, that was all of the ones that I had thought of beforehand. Uh, so, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> God damn it, <laughs> my guy. All right, thanks for those questions. We're going to take a, a quick ad break. Um, we might do an ad in the middle that we'll record at the end. We're, we're not sure. We're never sure. This is the... Uh, Make shit up as you go podcast. I mean, bra Sunday podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Do you guys want to shout out your socials real quick? Your Twitter? No. Uh, so Rowan is, <laughs> Rowan is Eldoran27 on Twitter. E-L-D-O-R-A-N 27. Please don't. Follow him <laughs> and spam late. him with Pepe the Frog. Oh, but the worst Pepe. <laughs> what's, what's your Twitter, uh, right? You will find me on Twitter at some fat bastard excellent handle my friend <laughs> it's amazing uh, and i uh, i am your host locky uh locky jg on twitter um so yeah follow us up we'll be back in a moment bro bro locky has a very special request for can you, you hold on can you say can you oh, fuck me can you say something funny Ad break finished. Welcome back from the ad break. Uh, you've you've tuned into the Bro Sunday podcast. Oh, I hated that ad. I'm sorry, fellas. Okay, once again, I'm fighting the urge so hard no. to say like known sponsors of stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's that's a meme that we do. Okay, good. That that ad break from Honey Grammarly Squarespace. Ah, oh, God. Loot, loot box. Can we have a shout out to our Lord and Savior Squarespace? Square Honey. Square, Square Honey. honey space. Square Honey Square box space. Watches. Vin Square Honey watch. Anyway. Uh, Movement. <laughs> that was a disaster. Maybe that. Oh, that should be our ad break. <laughs> Just combining everything. It's no, not no, going to be. We already did the ad break. Uh, what are you talking about? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, Lockie, don't already break did. the fourth wall. <laughs> There's only two walls. Doesn't even get to four. We're in a triangular um what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> we're in an open plan dude. um where's my just kidding get pranked oh you whipping out the monster baby the, uh the the infamous famous or inf- the infamous segment what drink is in your mouth brad i'll let you go first oh dear god what well, drink is in your mouth i'm i'm 
I am That's currently the famous just jingle. drinking lemon lime and bitters, but I did bring along something special for oh, us to try. Oh, of course he did. What did he bring? Rowan already saw it because he's a peeking little shit. But what can I say? But uh, what we have here is wagon wheels flavored milk. What on earth? <laughs> what is it? What does it taste like? Uh, it tastes like not good, is what it tastes like. <laughs> so this company, Dairy Farms, has been doing like mix-ups with like flavored milk and different on its biscuits. Yeah. They had a run for a little bit with mint slice and uh, Vovo. Oh, Vovo. And they were both really nice. And right now they're doing a run with uh, Caramel Crown and Wagon Wheels. Oh, nice. The Caramel Crown was alright. I tried, tried it yesterday and tried the Wagon Wheel last night. And the Wagon Wheel is fucking atrocious. Here, you want to try it? Look. I can't try it. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Why not? I cannot try it. I am both lactose intolerant and on the keto oh, diet fuck, grind. I had no idea. Oh, that's cringe I'm, here, I'm Rowan. A keto it's brother. Oh, okay. It's all mine. Uh, it's let me re- just pop it open. It's really not very good. I was going to ask what drink is in your mouth, Rowan, but you're about to. I'm about to drink. This He's about thing. to have wagon this wheel mud in his mouth. Rowan milk review. It's not the worst drink I've seen this week. Shut up. First thought. <laughs> <laughs> that face says everything. That was uh. That was bad. How yeah, would you? Not de- good. How would you describe it? So the first bit is just nice chocolate, and then there's a taste of something that kind of tastes like something shouldn't be drank. Chemical, <laughs> like chemicals. It has <laughs> like chemicals. It has almost like a weird. I want to almost say metallic aftertaste. That's what I got last night. Oh, I can say metallic. No, you you don't drink hydrochloric acid with your milk. <laughs> Are <No>. you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me have yeah, bro. Good shit. Uh, get a bit of potassium nitrate in there. Mix it around. It's it's what's supposed to be the jam. That's what the taste. Yeah, is. it's chemi- chemical it's, jam. Yeah, no, it's not nice. If I ever ever have a band, it's gonna be called Chemical and Jam. Plus, that's a great name. Yeah, wagon wheels are like one part marshmallow, and I don't know how they've translated that. Maybe maybe that's what the bad taste is. It's a mix maybe. between jam and marshmallow in liquid form. Look, Imagine wagon. Drink some fucking marshmallow milk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was yeah. I'm uh, I'm drinking the the classic sugar-free monster because I'm a Uber. shitty podcast. I'm even worse of a podcast host if I'm not drinking caffeine. So uh, yeah, me and Joey last week did our our podcast no caffeine, and it, we were half asleep for the first half. Um, oh, I have a tale uh, for what drink is in your mouth. So last night I went to a party. And I saw the worst drink ever being made. I'm so fucking ready. Tell me everything. So we originally started out uh, making nice things. You know, watermelon vodka. That was really good. Uh, and then we decided, hey, let's let's stick something else in it. So we put a little V in it, and that was nice. And then we said, hey, let's stick something else in it. And we put in a little bit of a uh, little bit of uh, salt. Uh, and then oh, we said, no. let's put something else in it. And we put in Nutella. And then we said, let's what? do something bad. Let's put a crime against humanity on this table. Don't tell so me we you sacrificed in... a goat in the... <laughs> Worse. <laughs> we had tomato sauce and mustard. Oh, yes. Fuck off. And With then... Nutella and V? Yeah. That sounds excellent. That was bad on its own. It tasted exactly like a wet hot dog. Uh, <laughs> oh, then... God. And then the worst yeah. part came in. Have you ever wanted your drink to be crunchy? <laughs> what the fuck? If your drink isn't crunchy... Did you put get cashews it. in there or something? No, we did something worse. We oh. did possibly the worst thing we could have done. We put cheese in it. Why was the cheese crunchy? Well, okay, hang on. So, no, <laughs> we, need, we need to be a bit more specific here. What sort of cheese? All right, so you know how uh, there's... In the supermarket, you can get those packets of just, like, sliced cheese. It's probably tasty or cheddar oh, or something. Oh, so like, so, like, 
Croft singles bullshit. Yeah, oh yeah. god. Uh, the problem with that was it didn't quite blend in with the rest of the drink. Oh. And so there was just clumps of cheese. <laughs> I, Why was it crunchy? It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's excellent. That's filth. Thank oh. you for never saying that ever again. The guy who drank all of it was also lactose intolerant. Oh man. Which went excellent with cheese and Nutella. I can imagine. Rest in peace, that guy. Yeah. Um, I have asked both of you. Uh, this is the one thing that I did ask for the podcast, other than the the what is in your mouth drink. Um, song recommendation of the week. Oh shit! Now this this came about because myself and and the Joey uh, are big music nerds. Um, so we and I think Irvy Irvy actually recommended the the topic. Which thank you once again. Um, You're a legend, Irvo. Yeah, true. It's I don't an know who you are. She's a legend. <laughs> It's an excellent topic and uh, it's, it's going to stay because I love talking about music. Now, I haven't actually thought of a question, so I'll make you poor assholes go first. Uh, Rowan, do you want to start out? What's your song recommendation of the week? Uh, all right. Well, I'm not usually... <laughs> I've just uh, shown Rowan my uh, Spotify playlist <laughs> at the moment. It's called Chef on These Nuts and it's a picture of Rowan saying <laughs> Chef on These That's Nuts. That's amazing. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Rowan. Okay, well... I'm not usually a big music person. I like to listen to podcasts, as I've told you before. But uh, I've been getting into some newer music recently. I've been trying to catch up with the times. Uh, and so... <laughs> okay, you know, I can I, Shut up. Uh, the only stuff that I can really recommend is stuff from maybe six months ago. So uh, Post Malone's latest song is very different from his earlier stuff. And I really like the direction that he's... Uh, going with it so i've got to recommend that whatever that's called yeah interesting and interesting song uh brad what's what's your song song recommendation this is not fair because i have way too many answers i literally sat up last night thinking about what answer i would give you Mm. i go through millions of songs in like a year i ah this is so unfair but i'm looking at my playlist and fuck it yeah so no, that's a classic. I'm not doing that. Piss off. So, uh, I am going to go with Castaway by Yuna because that's a song I've been listening to a lot lately and it's quite nice and I've never actually heard a song with Tyler, the creator, in it. And it sounds a little bit like this. Hold up. Got a minute for me, yeah. I know I just show up. Mm-hmm. Didn't know I what a lit song. I don't know what it sounds like, but I just edited it in also, in post. Also, real quick, real quick, uh, I, I've been listening to Freebird by Leonard Skinner a lot lately. Oh, is that a double song recommendation? Never seen before. Oh, actually, I did in the first one. <laughs> Illegal. Um, I, my song recommendation of the week, God, it, it is hard, isn't it? And I should have thought about this beforehand. Actually, there's this song that I found that I don't know how I found it. It might have been in Recommended or something. It's called Stand Up by Hindi Zara from the album Handmade. It sounds a little bit like this. Standing on your two knees, baby. Yeah, and it, it, it's honestly really whack. And I don't know what about it I like, but it's, it's, just, it's just not bad. Hey, Lockie. No, neither. You know how I've already given two answers? Can I change my answer? Yes. Uh, another song that I literally so only picked up last night because I was re-watching the show it's from. Not really re-watching. I just watched the episode on a whim. But there's a song from the first season of Rooster Teeth's Camp Camp called Keeper of the Flame. Mm-hmm. And it is fucking so good. 
and <laughs> there is a part there is a part that I assume won't be what you play but there's a part where the music just kind of stops and the guy goes dicked out for Harambe oh my so if you want if you want any taste of how kind of old it is but no it's really good I love it a lot and that sounds something like this I'm just trying to excel and get that new position I'm superstitious never drive unless the roof is missing old school but I'm still paying new to it Oh Christ! Wow, that was <laughs> good music. Yes, that's so awkward to do because Is that we literally we're... just the line dicks out for Harambe. Yeah, no. you better fucking don't. Um, so what? That's five copyright strikes when I upload this to YouTube. <laughs> Excellent. Um, Fantastic. And a shout out to my classical boys because I know so many people who listen to this podcast. Well, there's four people. One of them might listen to classical, so that's that's twenty five. Yo, I'd like to give a shout out to base. my boy Ludwig von Beethoven. Shut up. <laughs> there is a trombone concertino in E-flat major opera 4 uh, by Ferdinand David, which is excellent, and that sounds something a little like this. It's just excellent. Shut your ass. <laughs> All right. So that is the uh, the song recommendation of the week segment over and done with for another week. Ha- chuck them a listen. I don't expect anyone to listen to that trombone concertino, but it's Do excellent. It. Do it Go listen to Freebird because it's fucking beautiful and I love it. I want to learn it, actually. It's really difficult, but uh, free ass. Free... Where are you going with this? I don't know. I tried to think of the name, but Dude, I couldn't he's remember. He's just going. He's just gone. <laughs> yeah, I took off. All right. So. <laughs> I don't know Free. That... Free. So, the next segment um, I put out on Twitter, on the Bra Sunday Twitter, at Bra Sunday. Um, Brad retweeted it. I put it out on the Slazo Discord, which we'll talk about as well. Um, basically asking if anyone wanted to ask any questions to this this big deal, uh, famous YouTube editor, I am Brad. very important. Okay. Who are you people? I'm going to step on you with my 570 followers. So I don't remember how... Why I was talking to Emma, but basically I asked Emma if she wanted any questions asked. Um, and this is what she said. In... Word by word, if he wants to point out how cool and epic people in the Slazo fan community are, I wouldn't be against it. Yeah, well, I've been, I, I put this tweet out a couple of days ago. I've been hanging out in the Slazo server recently, meeting and talking with a lot of people there. And they're actually really chill. I've been hanging out with a lot of them. Yeah. I've and been she... hanging out with a fair few of them actually out of the Slazo Discord server playing Batman the Telltale mm. series with them. You were that there yesterday, like fun, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. Um, they seem like really cool people. Emma runs uh, No Context Slazo, which is, I think, the biggest Slazo kind of fan account on Twitter. Wouldn't shock me. Um, which is which is pretty cool. Um, I, I was hanging out in there yesterday. I think that's the only day I've been in there, maybe the day before. But yeah, everybody's just really cool. And I mean, there's some people that are a little bit like... You had a bit of a complication with someone yesterday, didn't you? Or someone, something like that. Someone was just asking for this, uh, like they just joined the server and they were asking for a role. Like, wh- why don't have, why don't I have this role? And I'm like, people are like, well, you just joined the server. What do you mean? Or, uh, like, DM someone your art. Who should I DM? And then they put their art in the in the creative channel. And then they're like, all right, wh- wh- when do I get my role? And they're like, no mod, no mods have seen it. And and they added me. And they're like, can you can you change it? Like, no. Why do you care? It's no rush. 
Dude, but, why do you care about the role so much? Yeah, I don't know. That they're some really cool people. Um, shout out. Um, they made me a slaz associate. associate, yeah. They didn't think I was legit when I joined. Um, I, I had I had uh one of the people there, Minty, come to me just to double check that you were legit. Yeah. When you came, you, you literally joined, and your first thing was like, "Yo, what's up? I'm a friend of Slazo and Brad. I'm yeah. kind of a big fucking deal." Well, I did, I didn't want to flex too much, so I was just like, "Hey, what up, everyone? I'm uh, a, an IRL friend of Brad and Michael." That's uh, a massive I've, flex already. I've done some. What, what else do I? What else do I introduce myself? Just at? say hi. You no. can start with hi. Nope. Yeah, nope. but and then to I be said, fair, I'd already let one of them know who you were because yeah. they knew about your vlog oh really they yeah they're okay so this, this damn bro <laughs> i was really excited because they 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 added two emojis in the slazo server mm. of me and one of them was just a cut out of my face from your video oh hell yeah that's lit so that's where those 77 views came from <laughs> is that really how few it has yeah holy shit go watch Lockie's pack yeah, vlog please. it's fucking awesome if you look up link in description shut if you look, if you look up Pax, Pax Australia Vlog 2019 Lockie, that's just look should, up bra compilation. Actually, really. <laughs> that's true. The the thumbnail is some clickbaity shit that I tried to make, but it's it got, didn't it's end just up got working. Chad and Michael in it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, Chad Michael, the Misfits. I can't believe you got to meet Chad. You fucking prick, dude. He uh, at the front of the the Misfits party, uh, I lost my debit card at the at that club because I had a few too many drink drinkity doodars. And um, I was I saw Chad across the road, and, and I was on the phone to the bank at the time, and I'm like, "Oi, Chad, mate, did you steal my did you steal my card?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, probably." And he looks through his whole wallet, like all of the cards in his wallet, just to make sure he didn't steal my what card. What a Chad! What a sweetheart! Yeah, Shout out anything for views. Follow him. He doesn't have many followers. I met. I didn't. I didn't really meet him, but I kind of sort of met him. In 2017, I remember at, you saying, yeah, at, uh, RTX yeah. Australia. He he basically just had everyone sort of crowd around him, and then I was kind of just stood there, and he was like, "Hey, bro, take a photo." I had Faisal's camera because mm. he'd given me his camera to take a photo, so I took that photo, and then Chad literally fucking turfs his phone to me. He just throws it from the crowd. I thank fuck there was a strap on that camera and it was around my neck because I dropped it and just grabbed Chad's phone out of Jesus. midair. Yeah, and there was like a small applause from the crowd, and I felt like a fucking big shot for like twenty milliseconds and that's how brad became a youtuber <laughs> and then then i took the photo with chad's phone off taking a million seconds trying to figure out how to do it because i was trying to unlock it for some reason i was apparently a fucking moron nice well you're but, under pressure <laughs> a little bit and then i took the photo and then he comes down grabs his phone back he pats me on the back i think and he just goes love you mate he just goes love you mate and I'm sitting there like, oh, that's quite nice. I've never watched an anything for views video <laughs> yeah. to this day. No, he because at in 2017 he probably only had one or two videos out on his channel because he was always part of like the filthy Frank Max yeah. and that kind of that kind of uh, like the stupid hair cake and vomit cake and that kind of thing. But he never had his own videos, so don't feel bad about not watching any of his stuff because yeah, he didn't like, really have any. I don't know. Like, he probably he probably doesn't think shit about it now or then. Yeah. But I just I just felt so bad because like. Pfizer was all over him, like, holy shit, that's anything for views. Let's go fucking yeah. see what he's doing. Whoa, that reminds me, what he was doing, by the way, was he was taking he was taking people in the crowd's phones and ringing their mother and trying to get them <laughs> on a date. He does like people's moms. That was moms. fucking hilarious. Yep. No, he's but, a good dude. But yeah, that's that's my story of no. 
kind of not really meeting anything for views. Yeah, I feel like they content creators, and I can't really speak for them, but I'm kind of making a bit of an assumption that people who aren't who approach them but not as fans just because it's kind of like a yo i like what you do or that kind of thing or not even like i don't know who you are they kind of appreciate that especially in settings such as rtx where everybody knows who they are it might be like a bit of a, a break a bit of a refreshing thing to to meet someone who just likes you as a person rather than for your content i feel like that's got to be a lot easier on the content creator as well because you don't have I can't imagine, because it's never happened to me. Please, somebody stop me in the street. I've never had someone come up to me and just go, oh my God, I loved you when you did this, and just gushing over it. I can't imagine that's easy to face. No, not at all. You'd have to feel so fucking awkward. Especially when, and I mean, last year when I went to PAX and I met Pyro for the first time, I kind of, I just froze. And it would have been so awkward for him. I felt so bad, but I, I just approached him and was just like, can you can you sign this keyboard? And he's just like, ah, oh, did you pick this up today? I'm like, no. <laughs> I, I <laughs> you literally had a fucking keyboard on you. What? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I, got, I got the back signed by a bunch of people. Oh, um, no. oh yeah. No, I remember that. Yeah. yeah including Slazo, my, what? my favorite signature on there. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Um, but no, that was a, it was, I kind of prepared myself and, uh, I felt like dis, is it dissociating or disassociating? What, I, what are you Both. Dissociating the the character on the on the screen that I'm watching from the person. Yeah, disassociation. Yeah. So, for example, like in in the Cold Ones podcast, I was preparing myself to meet Max and Chad at PAX this year, so I was kind of thinking, all right, they're just human beings. I don't have that to. Was Max Mofo there as well? Yeah. yeah. How did I? I didn't meet anyone. You, I'm so you mad. missed everyone, dude. No, we just saw them. Pardon? You missed us for most of it. Unfortunately, yeah. He was off with the off with the Iron Man glove fairy. <laughs> Thanos glove. No, I didn't um, get up to much at this year's PAX. I was actually kind of disappointed in myself. I don't think I'll go next year. That's I think I'll go down to Melbourne around yeah, the same time. me too. But I don't think I'm going to go to PAX again next I year. I went to PAX one day, didn't even look at anything, just went there because everybody else went. Maybe then, that's what I'll do, actually. Maybe I'll just get a one-day pass. I'm thinking the same, yeah. yeah um so yeah that's that's the question from emma that took like 15 minutes to answer and trailed off but 11 tangents that's the uh that's the, how the podcast rolls now yeah. she also wanted me to call you out on uh and i quote ask him about the telltale batman game because we've been doing the crowd play on a discord <laughs> server with a few people and he's constantly wanting to assault Al- alfred that's because alfred's a fucking loser <laughs> excuse me you fucking my beautiful me. batman no uh, it's, it's all obviously in good fun but... all right we're kicking you out of this house but alfred alfred's <laughs> a shit because the game i assume no one's gonna give a shit if i talk spoilers on like a five-year-old batman game oh i already spoiled it for myself bruh okay so Dumb <laughs> no it's like you find out at the end of the first episode that alfred's been hiding a massive big f- secret about your family's past and it's like that's kind of shitty Okay. Like, yeah, no, that's literally it. And then from there, we just like turned it into a. I turned it into a bit of a joke of like, "Fuck Alfred, I'm gonna kick him in his shins." Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, thank thanks for that, Emma. Um. She actually asked a few more questions further down. So she asked these ones in the DMs, and then uh, literally along. all of these questions, Emma. I assume so. That's that's the last of the Emma for a while. Okay. Uh, the next question is from. Uh, I'll see if you can guess who it's from. 
so this is the message that I received. Hey, oh, I don't know if I have if I really have a question for him, but I want you to simply tell Brad that his bestie Ben says. Oh, it says his name. His bestie, <laughs> Can you guess who it is? <laughs> his bestie Ben says hi, and that I'm really fucking proud of how far he's come since I left in 2015. Love him to bits, and I'm super proud of him. Love heart. Oh, Ben, you little fucking cock. Because I can't say the other big thing. <laughs> no, um, no, that's nice. Hi, Ben. Love you. Um, You're a sweetheart. Come back to Australia soon, you fucking cretin. <laughs> I tried to make a wholesome moment, Ben, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to talk shit. Fuck off. Um, but yeah, that was that was a nice message. I mean, it wasn't really a topic, but I thought I might as well chuck it in there because it was a lovely message to the... Oh, I hope he comes back. I miss him. Yeah. I think everyone does. Yeah. He came back for like... I don't, surely you two saw him when he came and visited I didn't Blasting. see him, no. Oh, um, sweetheart. So this is... Uh, I received in the, the Discord DMs from when I put it out on the, the Slazo Discord. Epic. Uh, what is working with big channels like Slazo or MK like? Did you ever want some of that good old fame coming from the channels? <laughs> some of the fame so this is Rez Rez from Discord who I think is a mod maybe I don't believe I've met them okay unfortunately but um I mean well that's that goes back to what we were saying about credits before it's like you always want recognition for your work but sorry that's not really a question but no it's 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 a job that's just how I yeah. see it it's try not to get swept up in the oh my god I'm a part of this big known person yep which is why it's quite kind of nice that my partner's relatively unknown. But yeah, it's just yeah, it's, it's just nice. It's a job. It's fun. I enjoy yeah. it. I get paid yeah. for it. It's nice. <laughs> I guess I was just uh, I don't know. I wanted to be a part of the the whole YouTube process. I didn't. I, I mean, getting recognition for it is nice. And I mean, I got what four followers from the MK vid. I mean. Better than none, I guess. That's true, exactly. Um, but I, I mean, I don't think either of us have done it for followers. I certainly have just done it um, to help to help out because I know Michael said that he he was in need of some more editing power, and I've always wanted a job in the um, in the community. And I mean, that's what every little nerd kid dreams of doing as a job when they're older: editing for money. And it's kind of a bit of a tick off the bucket list. Yeah, we can say we edit for a YouTube channel, and it kind of works too because at our age. It's kind of what we know. We're entering in a field in a... Like, we're entering into a field that, like, we already... We grew up aspiring to be a part of. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like at this point, it's it's growing up on YouTube and Netflix more than it ever was, like, TV. Like, proper TV with, like, yeah. Simpsons and, you know, all that shit. Yeah. Sorry, I've been watching a lot of Simpsons because of Disney+. Plus. Is your mic dead, Rowan? Uh, I've realized something terrible. Well, you you see how I'm still speaking uh, and the microphone is over there. Oh, no. Yeah, I've been recording with my laptop internal microphone this whole time. Fuck. That's all right. I haven't been saying much in this part. <laughs> Just this half or the whole first half as well? Uh, I listened to the first part of the recording for the first half and it seemed all right. It so. sounded okay, yeah. yeah. So I should I should be able to keep going like this, but all right, we're gonna take another ad break and fix everything up. Technical difficulties. All right, we'll be back. Welcome back. As you can hear, Rowan doesn't sound like ass. I am so sorry, <laughs> Rowan. You're fired. Oh, well, I'm yeah. taking your place. I wish you would. Please do it. Lucky, yes, let, me, pay, <laughs> Lucky I, let me take <laughs> Rowan's I place. I pay you too much for that. It's torture on this couch. Um, 
so we'll get back to we only took that break just to fix Rowan's shit. Uh, <laughs> which I'm eternally I'm getting make my feel pay bad. cut for this. Ro- <laughs> Rowan be like technical difficulty noises. Now you're getting paid <laughs> less than nothing. You need to give me money. Okay, so um, I have to pay you fifty percent of all profits. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so Ryan, uh, one of my friends from band, uh, Ryan asked, "Is editing your only job?" Yeah, only job now, only job I've ever had. Excellent. <laughs> Which right. is fucking crazy. Um, for me, uh, I'm doing so. I've been doing editing part time and uni part time for the past like f- six months or so. Um, I'm actually since since we're only doing one video a week on Crisscross, that means three or four videos because there's a second editor. Um, I'm actually I've been hired uh, by my university to make some educational content. Educational hired, videos. hired, yeah, hired, hired. Oh, that's nice. So, um, so that'll be a, a bit of extra, bit of extra money in the pocket. A lot of video production. I'll probably get sick of Premiere Pro very soon. Uh, but yeah, switch back to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's thanks for the question, Ryan. Another Ryan question: How many people do you edit for? How many channels do you edit for? Currently, so just the one, just Slazo. Okay. What channels have you edited for in the past? MK. If you want to get technical. <laughs> I've edited for Stephanie Bendixson's personal Hex channel. Okay. Uh, the Lenovo Australian New Zealand channel because I did... That's pretty cool. I did a promo video for Hex uh, that was on Borderlands fan art. That I think went I up, saw that. Yeah. Went up on... Did you tweet it or something? I retweeted the promotional... I still remember... It was so crazy to have something I'd worked on in a promotional post on Twitter. That was fucking insanity to me. <laughs> Seeing at hashtag ad, and that's something that you edited. No, no, no. Just like the, the promoted, promoted thing underneath yeah. the tweet. That was... And then just a video that I'd been working on for like a month. That's crazy. That was fucking weird. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, and Slazo and... And Slazo yeah. and... Yeah, that's it. There was... I believe there was an offer... I don't know how much I should... If I should talk about this, but fuck it. It's probably no big deal. Um, <laughs> There was an offer... I think it was um, Colossal. I think it was Colossal needed an ed- a video edited while he was at PAX. Oh, cool. And Michael said, he needs an editor. Would you be open to doing this while you're in Melbourne? I said, no, I'd rather spend my time in Melbourne doing yeah. Melbourne things. You've paid so a bunch I almost, of money. Yeah. I almost did an edit for... I th- I'm pretty sure it was Colossal's crazy. So that's that was a thing that never happened. Cool. Who's Colossal? He's a British YouTuber... Um, I don't, it's hard, he's hard to explain. He doesn't have many videos on his channel, but they all get—they're all really high quality. He's got a really recognizable voice. We'll show you after the podcast. He's a pretty well-known British yeah. YouTuber. Excellent. Um, I don't think I don't know if we should talk about the Epstein. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm good... sorry. <laughs> That's a good start. Let's, just randomly let's bring just... up Epstein. No, 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 no. Hold up. That's an important question. So Jeffrey Epstein, yeah. What are your thoughts on the whole uh, suicide situation? Can we not talk about this? Uh, <laughs> Dicey from the Slazo Discord server asked, Why can't I see my forehead? Because you've only got a two head. <laughs> I refuse to acknowledge any of that. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Dicey. Um, do you have... No, no, sorry. Okay, so sorry. What was the question? Why can't I see my forehead? Because you only have a two head? <laughs> 
<laughs> Shut the fuck the up. Fuck I hate both question? of you. Um, Nikki asked, do you have a side job or is editing your main thing? Um, I guess that can yeah, be for well, both of us. You, you, I mean, technically, my main employment is editing and then I have a side job editing. Editing, yeah. <laughs> because I still, I believe my ABN is still active, so I can still do some freelance stuff if it pops up. Yep, that's cool. Um, I guess I'm pretty much the same. Editing and then the side, my side hoe is <laughs> just still video production, yeah. which is more of filming, uh, writing, so planning, writing, filming, uh, editing and producing, which should be pretty lit. Um, this is an interesting question from Nikki, much better than that other crap. <laughs> uh, future plans, remain an editor or start your own career? I'm guessing when she says start your own career, I think she means it's like a content creator, I'm guessing. Well, look, it could go either way. It's it's just a bring matter of back me. Ultra Mega Gamer. Oh, yeah, baby. If you fucking bring that <laughs> up again. I love that channel. It's Okay, Ultra Mega Gamer on YouTube. Be brilliant I've channel. changed it, I've changed it to Bradley W. Nunn. I'm incredibly that. angry. Bradley W. Fuck Nunn that. on YouTube. I'm crying. I will never... <sighs> no. <laughs> I'm not talking about that bullshit. Come on. Uh, okay, I used to have a channel and it we was called Ultimate Mega Gamer and it was cringe and I did a few videos there and it was shit. I guarantee mine and Rowan's YouTube channel from you. Don't say the name of it. It was beautiful. <laughs> In year eight was the most You kept on privating shit. all the videos and I was all incredibly of, proud of them. All of my videos now are privated and they will likely never see the light of day. Yeah. They're so cringe, Rowan. They're so funny. I've been bullied <laughs> about them multiple times. I know, times. that's funny as... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for you. Yeah, it's but hilarious. When your voice broke in like year seven, I was like this for all the videos. <laughs> I was like, Nikki. Do you remember when we did a video auditioning for Pimp My Setup? <laughs> oh my <laughs> Bruh? Yeah. So there was this. There was this YouTube. There was this YouTuber called. Uh, oh God, Swashin, who did this uh, this series called Pimp My Setup, where he'd do a, a live. Um, it was kind of like a podcast, really, like a video podcast. And they'd go through people's gaming setups or editing setups and kind of rate them on uh, different categories. And like, is that where the rate my setup meme would have come from? I've never seen the rate my setup meme. Oh. <laughs> rate my setup. That is. I said that. That's what I said. <laughs> I said you put, rate my yeah, setup. Yeah, I know that's what you said, but you put so much emphasis on the word <laughs> yeah, rate. It absolutely did not sound like the word rate. <laughs> I'm not sure, but me and Rowan made a an audition reel for it, and it was just the most cringy shit ever it was beautiful it was funny i still had long hair you did <laughs> bogan excuse me <laughs> yahoo long haired yahoo oh but basically to answer the question i yeah that, that's a thought <laughs> no um i mean being my own content creator is it's always the dream yeah. i have the skills i have the knowledge i have the tools now it's literally just a matter of me go, like finally fucking breaking and saying, yeah, let's make a thing. And, oh, pardon me, that's kind of what I was talking about earlier with the own, the personal project I was talking about. Like, say I finish that, that could be a launching point. That could be the start. Who the fuck knows? I, YouTube's algorithm. But for the current moment, it's it's just, I'm cool where I am. I'm cool editing for Michael. I have a lot of spare time, which is annoying. I should probably, there'd be something to do with it at least. So there you go. Nice. Uh, speaking of time and uh, old projects, I remember uh, a long time ago, uh, I was sitting uh, 
college and you came in uh, and you were working on storyboards for a project. And I remember seeing what I think was the end product for those storyboards. And I was really impressed with what you had made in the very short time that you said that you had. Uh, and so what I am trying to get to is that maybe uh, since you have more time and more um, resources moving forward, it might be interesting to see what Bradley can do. Yeah, look, the dream... <laughs> yeah, okay, I have multiple dreams apparently. The, the idea before I even got into editing was out of college, I wanted to... I made, I made a very last second decision to apply to university to go and study film production. They didn't accept me because I was a I was a accredited student, not a tertiary student. What uni did you apply for? Um, ANU? No, not ANU. Um, UC. UC. Yeah, UC. Yep. They have a good film program. Yeah, I yeah they didn't. I didn't get in. I sent an application in, did get in, and then that was kind of it. The, it could always still happen. I'm still interested in filmmaking. I still. I have ideas from time to time that I'm like, oh, I could expand on that. I could write that. I could do something with it. But then I'm like, I don't really have those sorts of resources. I don't have access to like people I know who can act. I'm not a good writer. I'm like, I'll just say straight up, I'm not a good writer. So there's just a lot of puzzle pieces missing if I wanted to take that route that I'd need to get sorted out. But that's always something I'd love to do. But it's just a matter of being able to do it. Whereas, you know, content creation, that's easy. All I need is a camera, a mic, an editing software, bada bing, bada boom. Mm. I can do it. Might not be big, but I can sure as shit do it. Yeah. I find the hardest thing is just to start. Once you're started and you've gotten the... It's like with anything, getting motivated to do anything. Um, like packing up boxes so you can move fucking house. Yeah, something like that. Like creating a whole role-playing system for a Star Wars role-playing Who game. would do that? Like <laughs> recording with your microphone. Oh, <laughs> okay. So I see what the rest of this podcast is going to be like, and I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Ron. Um, yeah, it was, no, it's an interesting question. Thank you for that, Nikki. Um, I guess the future... It's hard when you're younger because you feel like you need to have a plan for the future, but you don't really just fucking make it up as you go. I mean, I lucked into this job, like legitimately. I just, one day Michael was like, hey, you want to try this? And I was like, yeah, fuck it. Let's go. I remember and then you told me the story about, yeah. And then a year later, here I am doing the Bros Sunday podcast. Very prestigious. <laughs> Everything was uh, leading up to this point. <laughs> this is your peak, the peak of your this career. This is, my career will be on a decline from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> Has nothing to do with being on the podcast. Michael's going to walk in the door any second and say, Bradley, I'm sorry, i got to cut you loose. <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> um, so yeah, thanks for that, Nikki. Um, thanks for not listening to the last podcast also. You better... Um, more questions from Emma. You might have seen these already because she tweeted them. Yeah, I was going to be a dick and just send, like, just quote tweet your original tweet just saying DM it. And I'm like, what, you can't fucking read? <laughs> Unbelievable. Hey, she's a listener. She'll listen. That gives us more view and more listens. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Don't I'll, abuse the listener. I won't insult So, yeah, okay, Emma's so, <laughs> yeah the, the real uh, thing that you want to take off from that is, Emma, we love you and we want to support you. Please listen. Emma, I'm going to kick Alfred in the fucking shins. I'm going to cry. <laughs> so Emma's question, 
working from home slash working for a friend and how that's, you know, dot, 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 different. That's an ellipsis. I do believe the correct term is. I prefer the term dot, dot, dot. It's <laughs> more suspense. You can't just say working from home slash working for a friend and how that's, you know, ellipses. It's an different. ellipsis. <laughs> I'm going to ellipsis your ass. <laughs> no, um, okay, so I guess we'll split it into two. Like living with your boss and let's just call it that. L- l- like living and look, working from home. Living with... My employer, let's just put it this way. I'm very fucking excited that where I live next, I will be alone. That sounded so bad. No, it's... Well, you won't be alone. I will be visiting pretty much every day. Oh, God, yes, Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. so it's like... (laughs) Jeez. So, it's... Look, it's, it's, it's... It's not as bad as anyone would ever tell you. Like, you, you always get those people who are like, don't live with your boss, it's a fucking nightmare. And they are right to an extent, but they're also very wrong. Because, like, me and Michael get along fine. He's your friend as well. Yeah. Not, not just your boss. But it's also... It's hard not to feel under pressure to feel like you're doing something. Yeah. Because at any moment, he can pop in, talk to you, see that instead of having Premiere open, working on a video you could be working on, you're killing time just browsing Reddit or yeah. YouTube. And... It's it's hard not to feel like you are wasting time. I feel like I'm wasting time right now. Just Whoa. sitting here, just sitting <laughs> no, here talking fair. to you instead of packing or working. Yeah. It, it, and it, it's just it's just pressure. So like when I'm when I move away, of course that doesn't mean I'm going to slag off every 20 seconds and not work, but it's going to be so much easier to not feel like at any minute he could bust in and get the wrong idea that I'm just wasting my time. Yeah. Sounds like it just changes the environment. Yeah. And it might make you more productive as well. Who knows? It could. Probably not. I doubt it. I <laughs> no. very much doubt it. We'll find out. I guess you'll find out. Come back um, to me in a year. We'll see. Yeah. Um, Emma, also, what about working from home? That's kind of a, a question that I've, that I also kind of relate to and I'd like to discuss. I feel like working from home is kind of the dream. I feel like, like it was a dream for me, but I hate it. <laughs> it's 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 a it's a it's a double edged blade because it's it's amazing because you never have to you don't have to get up at nine o'clock and drive out the door and go to wherever the fuck. Yeah, you just wake up, go two seconds across the room and sit down and you start work. I hate that though. I find I'm a I like organization and I like having a place to do work and a place to do personal stuff. That's why I'm hoping in my next place I can. Have my off have like study, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's probably not going to happen because money. But anyway, I, I I hope that my next place I'll be able to separate where I work from where I sleep yeah. a lot better. Because yeah, it's 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 tough when it's like that. But I'm also never motivated to go out anywhere, which is that's yeah, that's tricky really as well. Cringe. And no, I guess you don't get don't get your fix of vitamin D unless you. I mean, I make an effort to. Try to go out and like at least walk the dogs or something like that. So I kind of get a bit of I don't get scurvy or something. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't I don't enjoy I don't like living at home with parents. I mean, working at home with parents is different as well because I feel like I'm always I feel like they always think I'm in my room doing something unproductive, mm. and they're always like, oh. Why don't you Why don't you go outside or something? I'm like, I'm I'm working. I have to be working. This That's part job. of why I can't wait to be living alone because you don't have to worry about what the people you live with. Yeah, 
thinking. Well, unless it's like just a random roommate, I guess. But if it's like your family, you feel like, or or your boss, it's like, what do they think I'm doing? Do they think I'm doing something good, or do they think I'm just in here fucking about? Yeah, and wasting my life. I have no experience with working <laughs> at all, but from home, <laughs> even less so. Uh, and unfortunately, in this uh, kind of experience, I turn to people who I think do have such experience. Uh, and rather than turning to you two to talk to yourselves about this kind of thing, I'd like to turn to uh, another another group of role models that I often like to bring up in conversation because their work is just an, an enormous part of uh, my life. And they also work from home to do it. Uh, it is a podcasting group called the McElroy Brothers. Uh, Griffin, Travis, and uh, Justin, they're incredible people and just this amazing uh, shining light in the just world of podcasting. Uh, and more than anything, I've heard, I've heard Justin and Griffin talk about how difficult it was in the first year to get used to working from home because that is the place where you go to uh, escape from work, as they put it. And so having work where you play is the hardest thing to separate. So how has that been for you in the first year, Brad? Separating what? Work and play. play. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's even that bad because it's... it's Actually, no, it's horrible. Because I, 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 I could be sitting there editing and then my brain will drift. And then there, there have been so many times where I just... I have Premiere open and I need to go download a video for a sound clip or just some meme or whatever. And then I open Google, I open Chrome, and then next thing I know, I've killed 20 minutes just looking around Twitter. It's so easy. Yeah, it's just so damn easy for your mind to wander. And... Look, I... Because it's a computer, I don't know how the hell you'd fix that, but it's... Net nanny, that's how. <laughs> Michael's told me about so many different programs to block off, like, computer program. Anyway, but yeah, it's it's not easy. And I'm, I'm, I'm certainly prone to just letting my mind go wherever the hell. <laughs> so, so I could just be there editing some silly Area 51 clickbait video. Next thing I know, I've killed about 12 hours in Stardew Valley. Study value. It's it's good, easier yeah. to do sin, uh, than you would think. Like, oh okay. As you as you, as you no like I'm talking audience wise. Like you obviously know, um, like you click off to do one thing, uh, and maybe it's like check Monday to to see if if there's a video that go that's going up tomorrow when I was doing a bit of management for crisscross, and then you're on Twitter scrolling through, and you've been on there for like 15 minutes. You're like, ah. Oh. And then if you go get like something to eat or get a snack or something and you're like, oh, I'll just have a bit of a break, watch some YouTube and then you're on there for like 45 minutes. It's tricky. If I, if I say it in my head as like, yeah, okay, I'm just taking a small break. I can, I kind of am okay if I lose a bit of time that way. But when it's literally just, I need to be in Chrome for like two seconds just to get a link yeah, so I can download a video and then I've lost 15 minutes, that's when it kind of gets to me it's like wow you've just killed off so much time i think if for nothing if i ever have um if mike ever does get like a if he does get, end up getting office space or whatever i think i will i'll try to like, even if there's a desk there that i can take my laptop to and just somewhere different and on 
on my laptop what I did for uni, my first semester of uni is on my laptop I deleted all my personal Google accounts. I just had my school Google account which wasn't logged into Messenger or Twitter or anything and I found that was much easier. So that's, that's probably, a thought, yeah. yeah. That's probably what I'll do. If you can afford... And I also had two desks in my room which was, which did mean that my room was tiny and I had no room for anything. But um, I had a desk for, for being a gamer I game, by the way. Gamer. Gamer. And, uh, Nine out of ten gamers are gamers. The fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> and I had a desk for editing and, and schoolwork, which I found increased my productivity by a lot. So, yeah, that's the um, that's that. Living at home. I mean, working at home. Working at home is cringe. Yeah. I mean, it's nice because you never have to go anywhere, but, yeah, it's hard and to It's hard cringe to separate. because you never have to go anywhere. Yeah. Emma also wanted me to ask about the Game Awards. Oh, I dude. don't know anything about this, so Rowan and oh, Brad, bruh. go ahead. Okay, so like, tell me your. I yeah. I don't know why I do awards like so much. Like I'm super into like the Oscars and Game Awards and all that shit. And they just announced the Game Awards nominees for 2019, and I'm pumped. I am so Smash Smash Ultimate is up for Game of the Year for some fucking reason, and I'm so pumped for it. It's not gonna win, but if it does, I'll. I'll die on the spot. So, what are the categories besides Game of the Year? Oh, Jesus. Can you remember um, off the top of your head? Not really, but there's like... <laughs> there's like... um, There's like Best Game Direction, Art Direction, Soundtrack, uh, Indie Game, Fresh Indie Developers, a bunch of esports awards I don't give two shits about. There's, yeah. what, what company judges these... Or is it a community-based voting? So, as I understand it, it's like it's like a panel of like sixty game journalists people. Okay. And who organizes it? What company? I have no fucking idea. Okay. But it's someone who has. Some it's run sort by of Jeff Keighley, and he's like a big name in uh, game presentation. Okay, sort it might of be stuff. its own. It might be its own kind of uh, event. You Maybe know, separate to like it. I think it's supposed to be like an offshoot of the Spike Game Awards. Mm. It has something to do with them. But yeah, I'm... Oh, man, I'm so, so excited. So, game of the year. Oh, dude, the nominees are... I don't know. Breath standing. The only <laughs> the only game that's nominated for game of the year that I've actually played. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. No, sorry. The, uh, the, the only game that's nominated for game of the year that I've played is Smash Ultimate. But looking at the nominees, what? Okay, so it's like Smash Ultimate, Death Stranding, Resi 2, uh, Sekiro. Is that that Japanese? Um, the, yeah, uh, Ninja Dark, Dark Souls. Souls. Ninja like, Dark yeah. Souls. And then... Ninja. <laughs> Do your neck exercise. And then boys. one other game that I'm not remembering off the top of my head. Uh, it should be Metal Gear something. No. You're thinking of Death Stranding, I think. No, I'm thinking of Resident Evil 2. Sorry. Right. Because I remember hearing that some people are just calling the Game Awards this year the Kojima Awards. Yeah, yeah. that's... that's And fair enough. Jeff Ke- Okay, so... It's hard not to see conflict of interest because Jeff Keighley's been hyping up Kojima and Death Stranding for like five years. Yeah. Which like... Okay, fair enough. But then it's nominated for like nine different categories. Mm. I don't know. It's look. I'm not one who's. Oh, it's control. Control is the game control. I was thinking of. And you were hating that one. Yeah. I had. I edited a video when I was doing the Herald Sun job on control, and I reckoned it looked like garbage. It's interesting. Uh, I watched a uh, behind the scenes of how they made the visual effects for control, 
and just the premise of what they were doing sounded really interesting. That's probably the best part about it. Some of the visuals and the the I think it's up for art direction, which honestly it probably almost deserves because it's very nice. It's mm. a very nice looking game, but it's really weird because like Hex only plays maybe the first you know as I said like the first thirty to two hours of a game. Yeah, and. I don't know. Control. What I saw of Control Story just absolutely shit me up the wall, because it looks like the story kind of just starts in the middle for no reason. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It. Yeah, it looks cringe to me. This sounds fun. Oh, the Outer Worlds <laughs> is also up for oh, Game of the Year. That's another oh, one. Okay, the I Outer Worlds. I get that free with uh, Discord Nitro, so I'm thinking about downloading. You lucky bastard. So the, here's what I know about Outer Worlds, and here is why I absolutely want to buy it whenever I can. It is essentially Fallout New Vegas in space, and I am incredibly excited. Have you played Fallout New Vegas? I have started it. I haven't finished I have it. I have not. Both my, of you. It's on my holiday list of things to finish. That's that's pretty much what I heard about it too. I heard that it was pretty much Fallout crossed with Borderlands. No, no, it's very important which Fallout, because Fallout New Vegas was a completely different style to the other Fallouts. No, nah, oh, okay. Fallout 4 story, good aff. <laughs> No. Oh yeah, oh my son, he grew up to be old and then I destroyed the world with nuclear bomb. <laughs> That's Fallout 4. Shut the anyway, fuck up. So, The Outer Worlds, not only... I, it's been described as short, but sweet. And I think that that is perfect for the style of storytelling that New Vegas wants. That describes me. <laughs> short, but sweet. You are, you are short. Where are you getting the sweet? <laughs> Your uh, but yeah, uh, that's what I think of Outer Worlds. Emma's last topic. Oh, real quick. Sorry, real quick. And I quote, anyways, fuck <laughs> you, Brad. That's the that's the topic. I'm leaving this podcast. I'm no longer interested. <laughs> that's Emma's topic, not my words. Emma sucks. She she kind of cringe, bro. But real quick, real quick, real quick. Uh, Resi 2 is going to win game of the year, I think. Really? That's, that's my pick. It That was already like 1998 or something. Surely they're not going to let a remaster Look, win. I, like I said, the only game that's up for Game of the Year that I've played is Smash Ultimate. I'm just going off what I've seen and what I've heard. Okay. And I'm pretty sure it's 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 Resi 2. Unless it's rigged, in which case it'll be Death Stranding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, Brad, remind me later. I, I want to talk to you about your game lists, which should be a lot of fun. <laughs> I played yeah. one game this year. Which one? Borderlands 3. Oh. I've honestly had the oh. worst year for anything fun. Pretty good gameplay, though. <laughs> That's a bad thing to say, but yeah, I've played. I haven't been ga- much of a gamer lately. Just you need to get back 3. into it, dude. I you don't know to how like, to. Yeah, well, find a game that you really think looks interesting. Do you have one at the moment? Mm, I've been playing through the campaign of the new uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two, like the one that got released two years ago, I think. Yeah. And the campaign. Oh, so you really have good. awful taste. I see. The campaign <laughs> was actually not bad. Oh the yeah. Multiplayer's fucking atrocious uh, but no the 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 campaign was pretty good it's in it's uh captivating the 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 story is actually pretty good the action's good mm. um but there's this one level that i cannot get past why no matter what difficulty i'm on i was on the hardest one initially then i went down a level to try to do it then i went down another level to try to do it you walk down you're surrounded by enemies yeah. and then there's a there's an 88 80 what's the little one ATST. Oh, ATST, yeah that just blows Nerd. you up instantly. Excuse me. Shut up. Nerd. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Shut We're having a conversation about culture discussions. Okay? Parents are talk. Adults are talking, Brad. Um. All right. 
So, this is a question from Irvi. Rowan, what are your thoughts on the deep throat image? Oh, <laughs> four years later. Four years so later. So, let me paint a picture for you. Uh, we're in Sydney for this, this band nerd uh, competition, basically battle of the bands where a bunch of concert bands go up against each other and, and get ranked and then, and then a band wins. We should have won. <clears throat> no, we shouldn't have. <laughs> um, there was this chair in the waiting area and I think, no, you weren't sitting on it. It was in the background, but Rome was standing in the waiting area and he, for some reason, he thought it was a good idea to get this peach iced tea bottle and shove it in his... <laughs> oh, I think I've seen this image. You probably have. It's so funny. And he just looks so strange. Sure, that should be the <laughs> thumbnail of this this episode. I am incredibly angry. <laughs> so, this image was so cursed. I remember waking up at 2am <laughs> two, two, two or something, like a, a week later, and just thinking about it, breaking down into life. I didn't even have to see it. I just had to think about it. Broke down into laughter. And my parents came in and they're just like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, j- yeah." I'm just, I'm just thinking about Rowan deep throating a bottle. Don't worry about it. Yeah, this yeah. is an incredibly cursed conversation, and I hate it. What, Ovo, so- if I ever see you again, I'm deleting the internet. Okay, never show that image <laughs> to anyone. I found it again the other day. I'm going to throw your phone. You'll out have to of send it window. to me because I really want to see it. Uh, yeah, I'll show you. I'll show you after. No. Uh. <laughs> Irvi asked another question, which is is also good. What is the your least favorite part about the editing, uh, about editing the kind of content that you edit? And I guess you can talk about both Reddit videos and just standard. Well, unless you can, frankly, for Reddit videos, when it came to MK, because the idea was you had to pump out a video a day, and if you've seen MK's content, not to say it's bad in any capacity, but you making this basically the same yeah. sort of video day after day it fucking wears you down yeah 100 percent. i i by the time i left mk and i'd reflect on my reflect on my time on mk well i i enjoyed my time there it was nice meeting damien it was nice socializing with the people who were there i enjoyed my time i'm still proud of it i stand by that but god damn it towards the end i was just fucking dying yeah i wanted i wanted nothing more than to not be doing MK. Yeah. And I mean, they are very similar videos every day. But I mean, I guess the reason that um, channels like that can stay... I don't want to use the word relevant, but stay relevant and they'll probably stay relevant for years to come is because Reddit is the thing that's always changing and that's what develops with the current memes and that's that's what's going to develop with the the future generations and and their sense of humor. So it's, it's a kind of channel that is the same formula but different content but yeah i can i can relate with crisscross it's getting a little bit yeah it it wears you down after a while yeah. and there's not too much creative uh freedom there's not f- creative freedom unless you make it you you really need to pick your moments yeah. and go hard yeah 100% cuz like i there are many there are plenty of jokes i did little editing bits i did in mk that was were and still are some of my favorite little bits, but they they're so few and far between, and that's no fault of anyone's. If anything, it's a fault of my own, yeah. because I should be able to see those moments better, and I can't. I've had a couple of little chances where I've done like a a silly Photoshop or something where there's a photo where it, uh, it, it's just a couple of little little silly Photoshops and stuff, and a 
like a you're welcome from editor Lockie or stupid shit like that. It's just a bit of fun. And I mean, you're right. You, you need to pick your pick your moments. And with I'm finding with with Damien, there's a lot more opportunities that I found. Um, but with the crisscross narrator, it's not so much. Um, yeah, it's 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 strange. Mm. With Slazo, the hardest part of editing with Slazo was literally getting started. Yeah, it's not it's and it's not even a um, procrastination motivation thing. It's literally the unease of not knowing what this video is going to look like. I have everything Mike was going to say, so now the question is, what am I going to do with it? Yeah. What am I going to add to this? How am I going to make this funny? What am how am I going to turn this into a joke? And it's, it's just, it's yeah, it's just not knowing how it's going to look by the end. That it, it's hard because if you had a clear idea, you could get it done fast. You could just rush through, but you have to take your time to think. Is this? It, can I do this here? And if I do, is it funny? And C, is it a good idea? Yeah. And it's just the thinking and the looking out for where you can capitalize on jokes. It, it's yeah. It's, I mean, I'm just describing editing now, but but it's just not knowing what the process is going to be. Would it be somewhat like uh, when you're making like art, for example, since you have this material that you're given and then you're asked to shape it into whatever you think is best? And in this case, you have an idea of what it, of what you want it to be, but you have no idea how you're going to get there. So, for example, with when you're sculpting, you're given a block of stone and then you're given a chisel and then you say... Have at it. Would I'd say it's quite... very similar. Editing, uh, I, editing is a, an art style. I dare say not. Honestly, just oh. I'm, think, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about it too literally, though, because my brain's like, yeah, but if you fuck up the marble, you can't go back. With editing, I can just control Z That's and try cool. again until I get it right. That's good. In that way, yeah, you're you're correct. So that. I get I get unlimited shots with things like that. It's just a matter of honing it and making it perfect. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I ruined your analogy. I'm so sorry, oh, but man, anyway, I'm that so was angry. Oh, <laughs> man. Um, the last question from a friend, I think. I'll just check Instagram again and my DMs. Um, if you could edit for anyone or any genre, what would you edit for? And I guess this oh, could be your own stuff, like if you fuck. if you had any any choice. If I could pick a personality, Michael, with if he's <laughs> listening to this, it's you, Michael. With my style, I can't, but like. I, if there was anyone I'd want to edit for in the world, it's Jontron. Okay, that's that would be that would be amazing. But I couldn't really do that with the way I I edit. I don't think it would work. But if if I yeah no my uh, if I edit oh, yeah no to edit for Jontron would be fucking amazing. That's, yeah, that'd be cool. How do you think that would go? Badly. No, no. <laughs> that's no, the I, point of his his content. I was thinking more of in the lines of he really takes the time out. Like he doesn't have a regular schedule as I see it. He has this is a good video, and I'm going to take my time to make it good. So would you say that in that case, time would be less of a parameter? Do you want to ask me that question again? Sorry, I, <laughs> you uh, lost me a little bit. I'm sorry. So he, rather than working on a regular schedule. He tries to make a video good before he makes it. Yeah, right. And so would you say that time would be less of a problem? Oh, absolutely. Because then then the question is not we have to hit a deadline. It's 
we need to work to make this as good as we possibly can before we release it. And that gives you time. That allows you to be more thoughtful and really work at it. Which, like, not saying you can't... I couldn't do that with, say, Slazo, but you get to take more care because there there is no rush to get it out in that case. Also, I've really thought about it and uh, I want to I wanna change my answer a little bit. I still say JonTron, but his content now is basically glorified commentary. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. That's... So fuck it. No, JonTron hit me up. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it doesn't... Uh, I know he used to do like one video a month where he would... Like those videos were so good. Like some of the best on the internet, I would almost say. JonTron is basically YouTube is a like he's YouTube. YouTube greatness. Just a, yeah, but I feel like the the ones recently he's like he did two in in the space of a week or something at, at one point. I don't feel like they have the same the same kind of spark. Yeah, but I, mean, I still feel like a JonTron video is an event, but less so. No, that's not even true. Just, I feel like his content's just gone in a completely different way. Not to say it's bad. You know who can release anything and get views? Chad. Video PewDiePie? game donkey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love how he can release like a four-minute video of just him like talking shit <laughs> on some game. Literally get, like, prank calling the views. fucking mall or some shit. Oh, but then you got does, Yoshi. <laughs> and then he does some really serious ones where he reviews movies. Oh, and okay. Actually, when you said Death Stranding before, I kind of wanted to bring this up. He did a recent video on Death Stranding, and I was amazed. Shit over it. This is the first like game. Even when he's playing bad games, he at least gives things like a two or something. This is the first time he said this game is utter crap. Oh really? Yeah, I haven't seen that. And he still gave it like a two, didn't he? He gave it a one. Oh wow! YouTube recommended is whack. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did see Donkey's video on Death Stranding. It's weird because I've seen. It, I don't know how I f- would feel about that game if I played it because I've seen all the reviews going in so many different directions. Oh yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, uh, I feel like I'd play it and not like it though. Honestly, just looking at it, I don't think I'd like it if I played it. What, you don't want to be a space postman? Excuse me. No, I, I just don't want to be Norman Reedus. <laughs> Norman Reedus and his incredible fetus. Norman Reedus. Uh, I think that the story behind it is what Kojima was trying to get out more than anything because it seems that most of the gameplay is uh, walking and I I would love that. That would be incredible because I am a very story-focused person but it wouldn't be very fun. It would just be, I want to see how the story ends. It's Minecraft Fair. 2 without that's, mining. That's the only reason I want to keep playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Because I want to see how the story goes. But that game, I fucking hate it. I hate it so much. The gameplay is... The gameplay is so fucking boring and repetitive. And the skill tree is so fuck-off huge. I don't care in any capacity other than the story. Waste of 80 bucks. I hate myself. Anyway. One out of five. It's It's a very beautiful game, though. Like, I love the sort of cartoony, almost plasticky style it's got. Oh, yeah. I like it a lot. I think the interesting direction in Marvel recently with different types of animation is a really good step, especially with Spider-Verse. Have you seen any of the, like, the small sneak previews they've given for What If? No. What's it like? The animation looks really good. It looks like... It looks like the almost sort of 3D animation of Ruby mixed with... The artistic style of the Iron Giant. I love the Iron Giant. 
and I think it looks fucking so good. I'm so ready. I'm so excited for what if. Hell yeah. I don't even know. I yeah, No, I'm just really pumped. I'm excited to see what if they do. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, yeah, so. There was a question in there I was supposed to answer, wasn't there? <laughs> oh uh, yeah it, for any you genre. answered it yeah 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 so Gontron. like Jontron I want like not shooting off too far from what I'm doing now a shot to edit for someone like Pyro I think just, just I think once do good with for Pyro. the fun of it would be nice <clears throat> yeah you should yeah I reckon you'd do good with Pyro Stellar videos because he has a lot of the a lot of the little bits that you've gotten to sneak into Mike's videos you just go fucking ham in Pyro's yeah. videos like every 10 seconds there's some meme or something dude I want to do a video I want I, if look if Pyro did another video where he shits on another ninja book I'd be happy to edit it <laughs> that'd be fucking yeah I, <laughs> the fucking what the fuck would you say to me clip would be scattered all over it yep nice um, I think something that I would really like to do in the future I would like to edit a I don't want to say a proper podcast, but Ow. I don't know a podcast that people would actually listen to, and and wow. do the. I'd love to record and produce not my podcast, someone else's podcast. Fair. Record, produce, edit. Dude, get me on the fucking Rooster Teeth podcast. Rooster Teeth, are you listening? Let me on your podcast. We know you're listening. <laughs> Gavin Free. Gavin loves. Bernie, do it. Bra Come on, Sunday. Bernie. Slow mo my ass. <laughs> okay. Um, I think we're just... Wait, no, Bernie's not on the pod podcast anymore. Gus, Gus, let me on. Gus. He's listening. Gus. Hey, Gus. Gus Sorola's listening. Hello. Who, who's Gus? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think that just about wraps everything up. We've been recording for a very long time. Nearly two hours. Just about. Uh, what can I say? Most I'm, of which I'm somehow been... just that interesting. <laughs> yep. No, you actually are. You're, you're a good guest. Oh, I Ever love since you, babe. we started the uh, started the podcast, you're you're one of the people that I'm thinking people are gonna people want to hear the behind the scenes of of a, a big deal editor. I don't know that I believe that, but sure. No, <laughs> no, I, we had so many. This is the most questions we've ever had for a podcast, and that's that that definitely says something to me. People are interested to to hear hear the behind the scenes. Well, your ne next next target will be Slazo. Just move up one step from me. We'll get Slazo. I don't on the know podcast. if I can I can convince him to to come on this. You can't. I promise you you can't. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> uh so yeah, thanks for thanks for listening to the Bro Sunday podcast. Um do you want to shout yourself out again? Yeah, so uh I'm at on Twitter at some fat bastard capital S F B. Uh what can That's, people expect to see on your Twitter? What kind of shit do you post? Talking a lot about movies and games. I want to take up more shit posting, but I am not even remotely as good as Michael and Damien. It's not fair. They have a special genetic they just, ability. Something. They have something. Yeah, You can tell who have the... Their brains. Their brain is just like one month ahead of the... They're ahead of the curve. Yeah. So yeah, my Twitter is just talking about movies, games, and uh, shitting on Shane Dawson. I saw that. I almost cried. Unrelated. I don't. To that I post. don't. <laughs> I don't care. I don't um, care about Shane Dawson's content. I'm sorry. Rowan, do you want to shout yourself out? Uh, would you mind if I shouted out my brother's podcast instead? Go ahead. Awesome. Uh, my brother Jordan. Uh, he has been making a podcast called Spliced in Later, in which he talks about movies that he's seen and also controversies surrounding them. And if you listen to the first part, uh you'll realize just how little he thinks will come of it. So I really want to make this happen for him. So if you can, spliced in later on Spotify. Spotify, cool. Hell yeah. Um, and actually shout yourself out. 
as well. What's your Twitter? Who My are you? name is Rowan. Uh, I'm here to say that I like Jesus in a rapping way. <laughs> so I wrote this song no, for the no, Christian no, 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 I want to no. teach kids the Christian truth. <laughs> I'm not going to do the whole thing. I'll yeah. get cancelled. My yeah, crew is uh, big. And it keeps getting bigger. That's because Brad is an excellent guest. No, you Thanks had you had a rhyme. There was a man, rhyme lined up there and you fucking missed it. I know. My crew is big and it keeps getting bigger. That's because Brad is an amazing editor. And the fucking <laughs> I was so scared. And, and, I was incredibly and, scared. End the podcast right fucking now so I can go die. Uh, that was scary. I am I am the host, Lockie. You can find me on Twitter at LockieJG. Uh, follow the, the podcast for updates uh, and things like that. Uh, at Brussunday on Twitter. If, you, if email is more your thing, which I know lots of people like email, Brussunday. Why are you using email? Brussunday at gmail.com. Yeah, my, my AOL uh, email address. I don't know where this joke's going. I'm sorry. You finish can, it, I have finish a your thing. I have a tip, by the way. If you ever uh, want to sign up to something but don't want to receive the emails from it, use Ron's email address. <laughs> always, <laughs> <laughs> always use the sign up email address, john at aol.com. This bastard has gotten so many goddamn <laughs> newsletters from me. It's hilarious. Nice. Uh, so yeah, you can you can email us at at brassunday at gmail dot com. Um, you can find this podcast on YouTube. Uh, I I got a little animation loop thing made made for YouTube on Fiverr. So you can find this on YouTube, on SoundCloud, and Spotify. Brass Sunday podcast. I think we're the the first result on on YouTube, which is pretty lit. It it amazes me how no one's used Brass Sunday yet. It's a very cool name. We Those can't are two very <laughs> unrelated words. I'm not surprised. Bro Sunday. Well, we always record on Sunday, and it's just a big. That's long something I, I meant to ask you about. Is like you record on Sunday, yeah. but don't release on Sunday. We, I thought we yeah. recorded and released the first four on Sunday. So I spent the afternoon editing and released Oof. before midnight. And then the things like, for example, me fucking up the audio started <laughs> happening, and so, so the release. Ron, are you using moving. your microphone right now? Are you using your mic? Can I just check? Are you using your microphone? I'm using so my I had. A, microphone. I had are you right sure? Now. Can we just make sure? All right, I'm gonna tap my computer mic and if it's if that's using it it's going to peak so i had a sydney trip and then we had packs and then i had another and then i had an exam assignment then an exam so i missed a bunch of weeks and then we had the drunk podcast which was a fucking disaster so here we are uh thank you for listening this has been the bro sunday podcast signing out can i get a bro bro can i get a bro bro bro